2: what's good everybody before we get into today's pod i want to tell you about blue wire hustle a brand new program where you can host your very own podcast here at blue wire big ups to blue wire man love what they're doing still on board with them another year congrats to me thank you to all of you listening to the show for making that stuff possible hustle was created to give everyone the opportunity to take your podcast to the next level or If you want to host a podcast and just don't know where to start, Hustle is a perfect place for you. As part of the program, you'll receive personal cover art, Q&As with Blue Wire's top podcasters, your boy, access to our community Discord, and an e-learning course full of tips and tricks. And on top of that, we'll help you get your podcast Pushed out to Apple, Spotify, Google, Stitcher, and all other listening platforms. And the best part is, you can do all of this for only $15 a month, the same rate as any hosting site would charge you for the initial setup. So, in the past, I used to use like SoundCloud and shit, and the numbers could be very misleading there. I would really recommend this one for all of you guys if you're looking to get into podcasting. So, Whether you're starting from scratch or you have an existing show that you want to grow, Hustle is leaving the door open for you to level up your sports experience. Acceptance into the program is limited, so get your application in today. To apply, go to bwhustle.com slash join. The description in the episode is going to have the link for you. Click on there and check it out, man. If you guys are really serious about doing this shit on a different level, Why not? Blue wire is fantastic. They hold me down. I hold them down. And together to the moon is where we're headed. You know what I'm saying? So while we're here, Patreon update, Patreon changes. Because I was feeling so festive, so turned on by the holidays, I decided to give back to the members of the Patreon. And in particular... The members of are Patreon who are in the Franchise Tag or the Supermax. Starting next week, I am going to be sending out merch every six months to the members of the Supermax and the Franchise Tag. It's a way to give back. You're going to be getting a merch item. Guaranteed. No bullshit. No funky business. So... It's going to start every January and every July for as long as you're a member of the Patreon in that tier. If you keep your subscription going, you'll be receiving a merch item every six months. January and July is when the shipments will be going out. So to the members of the Patreon, if you're listening to this, Nick Chavez, Christopher Velasquez, Daniel Gibson, Derek Pleiates Ryan Pisner, and Corey Johnson hoops you guys I'm going to get in contact with you or get in contact with me give me your address I promise I won't show up outside stalking you but I will send a nice gift a nice goodie bag for you as a token of my appreciation you know show love to your people that's all I'm about and you guys rock with me on a different level Mike Wozniak you just started in December, brother, brother. So July, I'm going to give you some funky shit if you're still here with us on board with this Patreon shit. So thank you to the members of the Patreon, all the members of the Patreon. We're at 62 members. If we get to 100 sometime soon, I'll, uh, I'll do some wild shit. I don't know yet. I got to give it more thought, but that's a little bit of the changes moving forward. And we're going to announce the winner of the Pick'em contest the winner of the pick contest whoever you might be i'm gonna get in touch with you as well gonna give you a nice goodie bag and maybe even get you on the show who knows we're just weighing out all options all right so take that with a grain of salt but as far as the gift goes every january every july those members of the patreon if you're in that tier it's it's the least i could do i appreciate it and i got mad love for all you guys for rocking with us so that's a little bit of the patreon news Look, there's a lot of content on the Patreon as well. We've been doing six packs with with all our guests. And yeah, just go and check that out, man. And it goes a long way to helping pay for this pretty dope studio that I'm sitting in right now. So sit back, relax. This episode, I recorded it with my buddy Jesse Goldberger. Jesse, one day, man, he's going to be a coach at a D1 school. My guy is the truth. We've been friends since college. And we kind of talk about how COVID has disrupted recruiting college football the transfer portal how the nfl game has really changed and the idea of a prototypical quarterback has changed and yeah it was a fun conversation man i hope you guys enjoy it the the wednesday episode is going to be with my buddy dylan if you're a member of the patreon you've already heard it but a lot of dope shit coming out man recording a double with alan this week we got the year in review send us some tweets at veterans minimum some of your favorite moments of 2020 and yeah Thank you all for listening. Sit back, relax, and enjoy. My guy, the college homie, Jesse Goldberger. Ah, yes. What's good, everybody? Welcome back to Veterans Minimum. It is Monday. Today, I have a very special guest. My guy, all the way from... Where are you at nowadays? New Britain, Connecticut. Connecticut. Look at you, yo. Yeah. Brooklyn, born and raised. Brooklyn, born and raised, baby. BK. Mm-hmm. Like, Yo, you saw this? Mm-hmm. You like it? Yeah, I do. Scale of 1 to 10, how aroused are you looking at that?
1: I, I, I like the whole wall, actually.
2: You like the setup? Yeah am yeah. not not
1: I'm not a huge wrestling guy, but I can appreciate
2: it. He, listen, you better watch your tone no, when you talk listen, about No,
1: listen, I just said I can appreciate it.
2: All right, just because we're best friends doesn't mean that no, you can no, just no, slander no, no. my goat. No, 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 am I'm not,
1: I'm not. I'm not slandering him at all. <laughs> Jesse
2: but. Goldberg in the building. My guy, one of my close friends from Buffalo, Buffalo State boys. We've been friends for how long now? Oh, nine is when we met.
1: Yeah, been a while.
2: I've had you on the podcast before. Mm-hmm. Much different setup than we did then.
1: Yes. Completely different. Not in this building, right?
2: No, no, no. We're at yeah. my buddy's house. We gotcha. did it on his couch. Yeah. Sort of like a casting couch, except we all kept our pants on. There you go. Um Jesse is that's, that's where the similarities end. Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Dude, uh tell the people a little bit about like what what you do. You're for those that didn't listen to the podcast back you know, it was about a dude, that was like last July. Yeah, it was a while ago. Holy fuck. Before how, how... before before COVID how things have changed right yeah crazy dude so tell the people a little bit about what you do
1: um i coach football at central connecticut state university Mm -hmm. which is a d1 double a school all right um i used to coach dbs now i'm coaching running backs so um and obviously in the last since march things have been a little different our so our whole season got canceled um so no and
2: nothing nothing at all didn't zero. even show up for we camp. Had, we had I
1: mean no 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 we had we had practice. Okay. Um, the kids got to lift. Now it didn't start when it was supposed to. Um, we had practice. We had lift. We got some stuff done, but there were zero games.
2: So what's the point of that? What's the point of why even lift? Why even? When did you guys know that the season wasn't going to happen?
1: Well, I think I, I can't remember the exact date, but. Hmm. You know, I remember in the summer, um, I was actually up in Rochester visiting one of our friends. So, I think Shout,
2: shouts to Muscles Man, Nick as well. He has He's also
1: been on this podcast, yeah.
2: I had him call in before. That's who, so just to paint the picture, my, my close friends from Buffalo, Jesse being one, my two college roommates, Jeff and Muhammad, and uh, uh Nick Mancuso also just opened up a gym up in yeah. Rochester, too. and uh elevate right elevate yeah and i went to rochester around may last year for ufc card yeah and it was dope just like college bro just mm-hmm. fucking pounding beers yeah oh frat star nah, lifestyle he's, he's he's awesome yeah he's a good dude, he's, he's a good dude man good dude. so dude. that was that was like our little click up in in buffalo but i'd say it was more me you and and, and muscles was like our yeah like our the trio yep uh so let's go let's go back to the whole the season when you guys i just wanted to paint a picture for everybody and you don't want to put your headphones on do i need to when it's when it's 1v1 like this you don't really need to i do it so that i make sure that the sound is good but you don't you don't have to if you don't want usually when you have more than one one other voice it's better for the host to have the headphones on this way i can navigate you know Mike isn't talking yeah. louder than Jesse, so everything's. Right. Of, so, so you don't need to. Right. There, towards you'll see. There's a lot of times I will get heat from some fans. They'll be like, "Yo, what happened to your headphones?" Like every 20 minutes or so, I stop the cameras, and then I'll fire them up again. And for the most part, what happens is I'll forget to like put the headphones back on because you don't need to. Like I know the levels are are sound and also post. Jesse, I'm a professional now, so post production I could do.
1: I never, I never doubted you. Thank you, sir. Thank You're
2: you. Welcome. So let's go back to. When did you guys find out about the season so being I don't, canceled? I don't
1: remember the exact date, but... Oh, rough, um, rough. I don't need they, the It was... Date. Things were, like, on hold, right? So, initially, usually, that all these players show up in the beginning of July. Mm-hmm. By the beginning of July, they spend a month with our strength and conditioning coach, lifting, running, getting prepared. They had just spent the whole spring doing the same thing. They're, they're home for a couple weeks, and they have to show up in July. A lot of them are there in June. Um... I think like the middle of June, it was held back and that they weren't going to come until later in July. Basically, it kept on going later and later, and we kind of kept on giving them hope like, hey, hopefully we'll get, you know, eight games in, six games in, whatever. And eventually, maybe beginning of September, it was just completely canceled. Um, and they said they were going to come back to it October 1st, and we didn't end up playing any games. So um, it's it's been weird. And it's affected everything, and we'll we'll get into the whole you know recruiting talk, um, but but from a recruiting perspective, you know scholarships. So all these kids have another year, right? And
2: so that you beat me to it. I was going to say, what happens to the kid who oh. was going into his last year of eligibility? Does it just roll over? Or it
1: does, it does. Mm-hmm. But now that begs the question: What happens to the kid that now doesn't have a shot? to go to college because some senior is now in his spot, right? He was supposed to graduate, and this isn't a Central Connecticut problem. This is a which a, is a, a, a huge problem, yeah.
2: Right, which is why I wanted to pick your brain about this kind of topic and conversation because this isn't just a A thing. I think a lot of schools that have had cancellations or games lost or yeah. been affected by COVID, it, it brings up a very intriguing conversation.
1: It's, yes, it does and it's it's hard and honestly like i've kind of i've talked about this with multiple people people in football out of football like there's no there's no easy answer you know what i mean there's no there's no simple solution you are going to have kids who are going to the 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 high school kids are going to this is not going to do them well mm. because there's just going to be less spots available and that's just the reality and it's it's true at every every level now i don't know how the you know uscs and ohio states i don't know how they deal with it um but you know it's just it's hard and then you get into the whole thing with a transfer portal right what is that the transfer portal is so they just came out with a rule that usually when you transfer you go in this this portal okay and if you're division one i believe if you transfer you have to sit a year not if you graduate and transfer if you're a freshman you don't like where you are. You transfer. You have to sit a year.
2: So if I'm at Ohio State and I want to transfer to LSU like Joe Burrow did. Right. I have to sit a year.
1: Right. Yeah. You have to sit a year. Um, Is that what he did? N- no, because I think he graduated. Mm. And sometimes they write you a waiver. There, there are waivers to get out of it. There's some loopholes. Yes. And- How okay. the loopholes work, I... Yeah, uh, yeah. Well, that's
2: why they're loopholes.
1: Right. Um... Now you're immediately eligible, at least for this year. So it's basically like turning into free agency. Well, here's the problem. There's 800 kids on the transfer portal or something like that, right? There's a crazy number of kids on the transfer portal. Most of these rosters, because of all these seniors who are coming back, are filled, or almost filled. There aren't a ton of spots available. That's another issue that's going to pop up. Kids are going to be without a home. So maybe if you're good enough, your school takes you back or if you're if they value you enough they take you back if they don't you put yourself on the transfer portal they don't have to um there are going to be some some tough conversations damn and it's not it's not uh, it's uh, we can have a whole nother, that's that's a whole other conversation is is you know is that is this transfer portal thing good um has this transfer
2: portal been around for
1: i think like 3 or 4 years that's it it, it started when i
2: and that's at all levels
1: of college? I believe so. Mm-hmm. I believe so. Well, Division three, there are no scholarships. I don't know if they really need right, it. Right,
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. But um, you get like grants and shit like that. Which, Like I got a grant to go to Buff State. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was like yeah, a $1,000 yeah. right. thing. Congrats, right. I paid for my books that I didn't read anyway. Um, <laughs> could have spent it on something else. <laughs> could have, yeah. $1,000 would have got me through the whole semester of pounding beers. There you go. Um see how I have my priorities
1: in check? You do. You always did. <laughs> so did I. Um, but yeah, it's just I mean, it's it's uh I don't I don't I don't know. I don't know what's gonna happen. I don't know what's gonna happen with, with you know, there listen, obviously there's gonna be plenty of high school kids who have spots, but there are less spots, that's just the fact. Mm-hmm. So like me, I recruit New York City. I've I've barely offered anybody because we can't we just there's no there's no room.
2: Because you don't know what's leaving, what's right. coming back, in order for you to say, Oh, you know right. what, I, I need a I need a safety, I need a, you know, will linebacker and, of some and, kind. And the and last
1: and... thing you want to do is offer a kid and take it back. I mean that that's not that that sucks.
2: Does that ruin your reputation? Doing that? Yeah.
1: Yeah. Well, I think it depends who you are. But yeah, I wouldn't I wouldn't want to do it. I had a situation and I won't I won't name names, but I had a situation where I offered a kid from a from a school and time kind of went on and we had taken somebody else and it was my fault cuz I didn't really get now like 6 months had had passed um it was my fault cuz I didn't like give the kid a timeline and this was like 2 or 3 years ago um but you know our our coach kind of said to me like hey like this is you know we we offered the kid a while ago their coach was upset i mean it's just it's it's just not it's it's something you want to avoid so um, that's the only time I've ever been in a situation like that. And I, 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 you learn, listen, you know, now I tell the kid like, Hey, we're offering you, you have this amount of time. Here's what the offer is, you know? So
2: how has COVID changed how you go about recruiting? Did you, did you even do any recruiting? Well,
1: first of all, so there's no in-person recruiting, right? Mm. So everything is online and on the phone um you know usually in the spring you're you're and even in the fall on on bye weeks you're down seeing kids you go to high schools everything's online um did we do recruiting yes is it different and i think it depends on the way so this 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 signing day period just passed right Mm. some schools in our conference almost signed a full class some schools signed two or three kids we signed zero kids um, it's just the strategy and the way you want to go about it. So for us it's changed drastically because we are going to take people late now because of COVID. Um it just it, it kind of depends on what the head coach wants to do. But has it changed it? A hundred percent. It has to. So if you're if you're a team that I mean, it doesn't really matter at, at what level, but if you're a team who has not been so successful, right and you want to get rid of some of those seniors you push them out the door mm-hmm. right cuz you can if you're a team that has been successful well most of our seniors we want to keep i mean there's no reason to get rid of these kids they've won two championships in the last 3 years they're good players they're good kids i mean we're not going to we're not going to get rid of them so that again that leaves one less spot for a high school senior coming in
2: what are the ramifications of you sort of lessening your recruiting class for 2021 down the road
1: i think that's uh that's to be determined um
2: how good of a question is that
1: it's a good question and it's one that i it's one that i don't know the answer to (laughs) um the one thing i'll tell you you there for a little bit the one thing i'll tell you is in terms of balance the freshman class this year are freshmen next year Mm-hmm. So it's not like yes, we're missing a class, but we're not really missing a class.
2: And also, it's not that it's just your school that's going through it. No, it's everybody. So everybody. It's so everybody. there is that that kind of levels the yeah. playing field.
1: Yeah. But I, I feel bad for the high school senior. That's that's who I kind of feel. That's who I kind of feel for. It's not really us. It's the high school senior who's trying to get recruited. It's hard enough as it is. Mm-hmm. There's limited spots as it is, and now you throw this into it. There's going to be a lot of kids who you know who just aren't going to get what they deserve
2: somewhat on topic, somewhat off topic. Well, what is the hardest position to recruit for?
1: Um, I'd say quarterback.
2: All right. Don't give me quarterback. Just cause quarterback is like the hardest thing to do for anything.
1: I think you, I think it depends. Um, Leave out intangibles,
2: lead, lead out, lead, leave out leadership and you know the want to win, and desire to get better. I'm talking about just like raw position. Which one is the hardest one to recruit a kid to come So play? it's
1: funny. I think depending on who you'd ask, you'd get different answers. To me, just like watching tape and watching film, like receivers to me kind of all look the same. And I don't know why. Mm-hmm. I don't know why that is, but that's something I've always struggled with. Um, there are certain things in every position that you look for, Right. So with DBs, it's you know it's it's speed, it's hips, it's ability to transition. Right, if you're looking at an old lineman, it's does he move people off the ball? Can he get out of his stance? You know, is he nasty? Like there's there's certain things in every position that you look for. Um, the reason I said quarterbacks is because of all the all the intangibles, all the off the field stuff. You know, the the, the fact that that position is is probably you know just as mental as it is physical. So. Um. Yeah, I've always had a problem with receivers, and I'm not. I'm not sure. I'm not. Sure. Listen, you give me one kid who's really good, and you give me one kid who sucks. It's easy, right? Right, right. But, right. but to differentiate between if you're going to make a list between one and two, they just to me, I've always, I've always had a problem with that position, and I don't really know why. I don't really know why.
2: That's interesting, right? Because uh, I feel like the wide receiver also has so many different. It's a very unique position. I've always said this about wide receiver. I totally understand why wide receiver is a quote-unquote diva, right? When you break the huddle, you're the first one to leave your huddle. You're the furthest away from the ball. Your success is determined solely on another two units, Yes. the quarterback and the offensive line. So I get it when Odell Beckham Jr. is like, yo, man, I want the ball. And he has one catch for eight yards, and he's open all the time. So I get that. I think with wide receiver, it's such a unique position because some guys are better on the outside as X yes. and Y wide receivers. Some guys are better as slot wide receivers. Some guys can't block for shit. Some guys right. are tremendous blockers, and that's what gets them on the field. So I can see what you mean by that. But for the most part, like route running, I guess, is one. If If a guy is a really good route runner, he could look faster than he really is. Like you'll see some guys who are – Four six eight guys, yeah. but you watch them and you're like, "Yo, how's he not a four three guys?" Because his routes are so crisp in and out.
1: And that's that's the you know that's kind of the other thing, right? Is that raw speed doesn't always you can't sure, teach you that can, too. You, can, you you can't you can work on it, um, but that raw speed doesn't always translate. Mm-hmm. The fastest guy isn't always the best player, so. You know, the ability, like with receivers, right? Ability to sink your hips, ability to catch the ball. Can he navigate space? You know, some guys just find a way to get open, right? You hear it all the time. You hear them talk about it in the NFL. It's true. It's a skill. Um, they can navigate zones, and they just they have a knack for it. And that's something you have to try to find. <laughs>
2: 2020 has already reshaped how we work and it's almost over. Businesses across the globe are challenged to be their most efficient, which means every hire is critical. Indeed is here to help. Unlike other sites, Indeed gives you full control and payment flexibility over your hiring. You only pay for what you need. You can pause your account at any time and there are no long-term contracts. And now, Indeed's new way of matching you with candidates instantly delivers a short list of quality candidates whose resumes... On Indeed, match your job criteria, and you can contact them the moment you sponsor a job post, making Indeed the only job site that can move as fast as you do. Right now, Indeed is offering our listeners a free $75 credit to boost your job post, which means more quality candidates will see it fast. Go right now to indeed.com slash Bluewire. Try out with a free $75 credit at indeed.com slash Bluewire. This is the best offer available anywhere. Offer valid through December 31st. Get it in while you can. Terms and conditions do apply. And while we're here, Bet Online, another sponsor of the show. The NBA is back in action, and football is heading into the playoffs. Action! <laughs> Love it, man. You might not be at a game this year, but you can still be in on the action at Bet Online. Bet Online is going the extra mile to make sure you can get in every possible chance to win this season, from game spreads and totals to team, player, and coaching props. Bet Online gives you more chances to wager than anywhere else. You can get in on the season opening bonuses today and start off wagering on wins, division, and championship futures all day, every day. Head to BetOnline today and take advantage of all the great sign up bonuses. Don't forget to use the promo code BLUEWIRE at BetOnline.ag. BetOnline, your online sportsbook experts. I've always been fascinated by this question, and I'm not sure if you'll know the answer to this, but how often does a wide receiver break off his route to get open? So what I mean by that is, I remember when I was in college and I would go with the, I was a kicker, so they would tell me, "Yo, go to whatever room you want to go into," and you know we didn't have a special teams room, right? We just had offense and defense. So right. I would always go with the offense guys. Plus, some of my closer friends would be on the offense. I just remember how they really drill in the. 12-yard hook Mm -hmm. and it has to be at 12 yards yeah how often is that broken off to i couldn't get the db to bite so i made it a 16-yard hook or he was playing so off that i cut it to
1: eight how how often does that happen i don't know i I don't know if there's a percentage how often are depths off probably all the time right you hear like he's got to be deeper he's got to be shallower um the bigger thing happens with cutoff routes, well there's there's two things. One, there are option routes, right? There's if the corner is pressed, you're gonna run vertical, and if he's not, you're gonna run it out. And then there's there's scramble rules. Mm-hmm. Right? So quarterback takes off scrambling, you know Go
2: the underneath guys turn off field right, and then Right,
1: the, you hear the, the the expression mailbox, right? Put your hand up. Um if you're Ooh,
2: open. I never heard that right. one.
1: Yeah. Wow. So um I think the question of how often, if, if you're asking, like, how often do they just completely break off their route? I don't think it's very often. It's, if it's how often is the depth a little off, that probably happens all the time.
2: Interesting. Yeah, I've always been fascinated. You see guys running a route and then the coverage is just completely blown. So when there's like a blown coverage, say the safety isn't over the top and a guy's a corner's in the flats, and then, you know, maybe he's supposed to run a slam but oh, he just yeah. recognize that he just you know yeah. would you say mailbox? Yeah. He does the mailbox thing and then so like I've I've always been curious about that one.
1: I don't um that probably happens from time to time. I don't think it's you know. I, I I don't know what the number would be to be honest with you. I don't think it's all the time. Yeah,
2: I I also figure you wouldn't give me an exact number. You'd give me just I just wanted to know if it does happen. If it's a common I'm, sure it yeah. I'm sure it does happen. I'm
1: sure it does happen. Um, how common is it? I, I really, I, to be, I'll be completely honest with you. I really don't have an answer. Um, usually if a, com- of, if a coverage is completely blown, I mean, somebody's somebody's going to be open anyway. Right. Mm-hmm. So, um, either they found it pre-snap and they exposed it or yeah, you do have that, you know, like a corner slips or something. Well, go run. You know what I mean? Um, yeah, I don't know. That would be an interesting thing to look up because I really don't know. Dude,
2: I want to pivot over to the actual quarterback and th- to tie this into the NFL. The game has really changed a lot, like a lot, a lot, right? Spoiler. But you mentioned quarterbacks as far as that being the position that's hard to recruit because you don't know like the intangibles. You don't know all that. Has the skill set and the prototype quarterback changed and the reason why I say that is do you look at the NFL right now and just just off the top of my head and and I apologize if my rankings are wrong but dude I'd say like eight of the top 10 quarterbacks in the league right now are all mobile guys they're all third and eight they'll pick up 12 yards you know it's it's Rodgers it's Watson it's Lamar it's Mahomes it's Dak when he didn't get hurt Kyler Murray um Russell Wilson, like it's it, you're no longer six five, laser rocket arm statue in the pocket. Yeah, one of the reasons why I was so boned up on Daniel Jones was because I had a twenty twenty NFL kind of quarterback as a Giants fan. Right, you, Eli Manning was a corpse. So the the years of has it changed from? Yeah, the prototype is no longer Philip Rivers, Ben Roethlisberger, Eli, Joe Flacco now it's Russell Wilson Watson Mahomes Rogers like has that changed as far as what the prototype is for quarterback in your opinion
1: yeah I think you just answered your own question or if it's not prototype I mean pick a word you want to say majority fine um the the Bradys and the breezes are few and far between so the the the, the real thing is that it's it's twofold. One in the passing game, obviously, the ability to create time and space and make something happen, right? I mean, I guess Patrick Mahomes is the is a good example of this because he's a freak. He's he's the he's the greatest of all time. You, you already. see him run around and then throw a ball sixty five yards down the field, and yeah. you like you are like, all right, well, did you hear? Like,
2: what, did you hear what I just said? What he's the greatest quarterback of all time. Already? Yeah, he's not the most accomplished. It's a different it's a different question. That's fine. The most accomplished is, is Tom Brady. You'd be an asshole if you said anything else. Right. The greatest quarterback of all time, talent yeah. wise, it's Mahomes. It could be. I, don't, I, you know, I, I used to think it was Rodgers, and Rodgers is still balling, but I, I think it's Mahomes.
1: Um, you know, I I don't watch a ton of the NFL. Um, but he's just like, it's, it's almost not fair. Yeah. I mean, it's really not. It's it, not, it I, feels, I, don't, I don't know what you do.
2: It feels like they fuck around a lot.
1: Yeah. It feels like they're playing. Did like, you
2: know that they can motion quarterbacks?
1: Backyard football. What do you mean by motion quarterbacks? They
2: ran a play against the Panthers this year where they motioned him. So like they were in shotgun mm-hmm. and then he sort of like ran to the right, like sort of like walked to the right side of the offensive line as if he was talking. To his lineman or so whatever. It's
1: like a, like a trick play?
2: Dude, I don't know. And then he ran like a jet sweep motion where he catches the pass, does a complete 360, goes about face, and throws a touchdown. I, I don't
1: know where they came up with this stuff.
2: I was saying to my buddies, I'm like, dude, they they don't give a fuck. No. They just clown it's people. Amazing. Amazing. I feel as if they turn it up. They've The Chiefs have turned it up. Maybe two three times a year now. It seems like like this year when they played the Ravens and it was Lamar Jackson yeah. MVP and this is the this is the team that's gonna beat you. Yeah, they hung up forty on them sure. in Baltimore on prime time. Sure, Through five touchdowns right. Yeah, and then there's other times where like they play Tampa Bay. Like oh, you might play Tampa. Speaking of
1: Bowl. speaking of freaks and non prototype, that's that's the other one. Right, is Lamar Jackson. Yeah, who but is it goes who, back who to is, my who is just uh, I mean that's that's creativity the other way right now you have all this quarterback run stuff mm-hmm. right and for the I guess for the average football fan that poses a problem mm-hmm. because usually that means there's an extra blocker mm-hmm. um, and you do all this quarterback you know all the zone read stuff and all the stuff off that um, so yeah the prototype has 100 percent changed I mean I don't even think that's a question because the majority is not. Brady and Breeze anymore and Rothelsberger. And you know, Aaron Rodgers is mobile, but I would kind of classify him in that same dropback.
2: Yeah, he's mobile enough though. Like what I mean by mobile Oh is, no, he's
1: he's he's fast. Yeah.
2: He w- can run. W- what I define as a mobile quarterback what is not a statue in the pocket. Like right. I used to think, you know who is an underrated mobile QB in my opinion? Tony Romo. Yeah. Like in the pocket, being able to elude mm-hmm. on, oncoming traffic and shit, like that to me is a mobile. I'm not talking about a four three. Well, but guy. if you
1: notice with with guys like Brady and Peyton Manning, they're not mobile, but their their sense of awareness, pocket, in the pocket awareness, is so is, good that they right, step right, right, up and step right. left. So and maybe right that's and, what Romo had, right?
2: Whereas like mobile, like yeah, Rogers could pick up a he third can, and eight he on can run. He could run. He can in. really run. Yeah. No, yeah, you're right. And and the more you think about it, like the new, you know, even Trevor Lawrence in college, he's a mobile guy. Yeah. He could pick, pick it up on the ground. Justin Fields, this kid, um, Zach Wilson out mm-hmm. of BYU. BYU. Yo, watch out for that kid. Yeah. I'm a big fan, Jesse, of dudes that don't come from powerhouse schools. Yes. I love it. Because you're not playing with five-star recruits. Right. I like that you're playing with two- and three-star recruits. Right. Are there anomalies? Yeah, like I knew Watson was going to be great Even though he came from Clemson I know Trevor Lawrence is going to be great But how many times Even, bro, even like There's some hesitation Depending on who you ask Like with Tua Or Miami It's like I see it, but then he's getting benched for Fitzpatrick, like when the game is on the line. Like there's a little chaos there.
1: There's the whole stigma, right? To Alabama quarterbacks.
2: Exactly. So I was going to mention a school like Alabama, where they have five star recruits all over the field. You have seven, eight first round picks every year. Right. The stigma is how good are you as a quarterback coming into the league when you've been playing with? Omari Cooper is Calvin Ridley's Julio Jones is look at look at the look, kid that's going to win the Heisman look at, uh, look, at
1: d- look at this year right they had the who's Devonta Smith d- Devonta he's and a then, favorite to and win then the Heisman. Waddle yeah was like the other best receiver in the country he got hurt yeah um not to mention that their running back might be the best running back in the country yeah and I don't watch enough to know but I'm guessing their old line is not bad. so um yeah kids from small schools are intriguing now the level of competition you play at, right? You're you're playing against lesser competition, of course. But um, all things being equal, yeah, that's that that that's a good point, and and that stigma is, I think, proven a little bit to be true, right? Because a lot of these quarterbacks from Alabama haven't panned out in the NFL, if I'm remembering correctly.
2: Nah, I think Greg McElroy, he was out the league. Right. Uh, what was the dude's name?
1: Um, was is, is AJ McCarron's McCarron, name? McCarron, who had the really hot girlfriend. Yeah. Remember that video mm-hmm. that went viral? Of, mm-hmm. Look
2: at that, babe. Yep. Brett Musberger drooling over himself. Great girl, by the way. We you know we can't deny it. But yeah, AJ McCarron is like a career backup. Right. Yeah. Whereas Tua was the first guy coming in, hot prospect, and you know he would have been the number one pick had he not had those question LSU, marks.
1: LSU, right? Same, same deal. Joe Before Burrow, Joe Burrow, yeah. Who... yeah, yeah,
2: from Ohio State.
1: From Ohio State. Now that, that's that's an interesting one. Joe Burrow sits at Ohio State for four years, behind Cardell Jones and behind who is J T Barrett. Yeah, they win a national championship and they're tremendously successful. And then this backup goes to LSU and is the number one pick in the draft. So,
2: yeah, I was a little I, I, go, I de-
1: go go figure that one out.
2: I definitely take an L on Joe Burrow, and my biggest concern was sort of the LSU Alabama stigma. Right. Like LSU is in the same category as Alabama as far as how many top recruits they have, and
1: he he played with maybe the best offense of the last. I mean that with the, the Jamar Chase, Justin Jefferson. Dude, look at what Jefferson's Thaddeus doing Foss. with yeah. the Vikings. Look the, at who's, who's C- the running CH, back, Clyde Edwards yeah, 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 yeah.
2: Look at the offensive linemen. Look right. at Chase. Who they're they're all, they're all in the
1: NFL. Yeah, or they're so, going to be
2: first round picks next year. Um, yeah, it's it's um, you know. I feel like the – I don't even want to call it a narrative, but the prototype has definitely changed to go it back to that with quarterbacks. Has. Let me ask you this one, man, because you're a Jet fan. That's a team that you you root for. Um, unfortunately. Unfortunately. You're also a Met fan too, right? Man, You feel the same pain. Yep. We root for the same teams except for I'm a Giants fan and you're a Jet fan.
1: Yeah. I'm excited about the Rangers. That's that's my one like true excitement. The Knicks –
2: yeah my my buddy dylan uh the podcast that we recorded it's coming out on wednesday and he's a big ranger fan and he's just he's the person that i defer to when it comes to hockey and he was saying how the rangers didn't deserve the number one pick in the draft but then he's like you know it's new york so he's a big conspiracy guy Mm -hmm. as you guys will hear on the podcast but i gotta ask you man it's a it's a weird dilemma that the jets are in sam darnold younger than joe burrow Younger than some of these guys That have yeah. been drafted Since he came into the league Year three of Sam Darnold with the Jets Jets are probably going to get If not the number one pick The number two pick in the draft What do you do? What do you do if you're the Jets? What do, what you, do? do you do? What do you do with Sam Darnold in this situation? I in? don't Here uh, to the, cut you off I, It's not just a Jets dilemma There's a lot of teams that have Or will face this kind of Yes Dilemma you saw the Cardinals do it. They take Josh Rosen, number right. 10. Next year, they take Kyler Murray, number one. You know who doesn't remember that draft pick? Cardinals fans. Right. And no one else does until you mention it on a forum like this. Right. Because when you hit on the quarterback, it covers up all the other bullshit that
1: goes on with your roster. So I have not, um I have I probably have not watched enough to know like. Specifically what my opinions on Sam Darnold are, Um, I don't think Sam Darnold is the problem. And I think he's shown flashes of being very good. The Jets found a way to win a game to fuck up the Trevor Lawrence pick, which is the most Jet thing ever (laughs) to do. Um, And I think he's like a a generational talent, so I would love to have him. If they can't get him, I think you take the next best guy. And you stick with a twenty-four-year-old who really, I mean, w- what has this guy had? What What do you What has this guy had? What chances this guy had?
2: That's the biggest case. for And like, him. listen,
1: I think, I think, like, take J- Daniel Jones, right? There's not a lot. There's not a ton of talent on that roster either, and he's kind of made more of, um, more made more of his situation. But like, come on, like.
2: No, I strongly disagree with you. The Giants' roster is way better than what the Jets have. Oh, is it? I don't even think it's comparable. I okay. yeah. all
1: right. Well, I mean, then maybe I'm wrong. No, no, no. Like but, I said, I, I don't watch the no, NFL. No, no, on, but uh, but they're, not, they're not an overly talented team. They're well, not in, a, a in, Chiefs or... No,
2: they're not. But in comparison to the Jets, what one quarterback has and what the other has is day and night. Okay. The Giants... They have—I know he got hurt, but they have Saquon Barkley, way better running back than anything the Jets have. They have a better offensive line than what the Jets have. They have a Pro Bowl tight end. They have three wide receivers who are very solid players, Shepard, Tate, and Slayton. And none of the—all those guys would be the best player on the Jets offensively. All the guys that I mentioned there. The one guy that the Jets did have was Robbie Anderson, and for like $2 million less— what they were offering him, he ups and goes to Carolina and he emerged as a number one wide receiver for them as well. So which, which further proves my point,
1: right. right? Like I, I obviously, you don't know what goes on unless you're in that building, but I don't, I don't know what chance you give this kid to me. You take the number two pick. I don't know. I, I, I don't know who it's going to be. I've heard this, this tackle from Oregon. Right. Mm-hmm. And then you look at the jets GM so far. So good. I mean, he's only been there for a year. But he he certainly got Becton right. I got Becton. That looks like the real deal. I like Mims, man. I like Mims. Mims
2: is you know he's just been hurt. It just sucks because he you look at the hurt. rest of that class and you're like yo Justin Jefferson ball. And then
1: and then if he and then if you you take all these draft picks that he's accumulated, if he drafts well, you got something there.
2: So, well, the, I think the if I was the Jets. Maybe it's because I have a wild boner for Sam Darnold and his upside, and I really like Sam Darnold, and I was high on him coming in. I'm still high on him now because you look at the class that came out, right? Mayfield, Allen, Rosen, Lamar, and Darnold. Dude, he's had the worst case scenario of any of those guys, with the exception being Josh Rosen. But I'm talking about the guys, the four guys that are playing from that draft class. It's not even comparable. This situation, right? The the head coach is bad. Offensive line has been bad. Skill position bad. Defense bad. Your best players want to leave your team. Jamal Adams and they your, have, and they have. And your have. best wide receiver gone. Gone. Your running back wanted out. Honestly, from the moment he signed the contract, when Adam Gase comes out and says, "Yeah, you know what? I wasn't really that." Well, think, f- of, a fan think of, think of.
1: I mean, you just said it, but think of that. They were they they were depleted before this, right? Mm-hmm. And they got rid of their best wide receiver. They got rid of Le'Veon Bell and they got rid of Jamal Adams.
2: Yeah, they also traded away Williamson,
1: Avery Williamson. They traded away Avery. Right. You know. So they, so so yeah. this is this is Sam Darnold's fault.
2: That, I, I'm I'm in agreement with you. What I would do if I was the Jets, I didn't get to to say what I would do is, I double down on Sam Darnold. I have all these draft picks. I acquire more draft picks. Right. I get on the phone with uh. Maybe a Giants be like, hey man, do you really like Daniel Jones? Mm -mm. We do and we don't. Well, you know, I'll give you the number two pick. If you really like Zach Wilson or you like Justin Fields. Right. And then you trade back, you get more assets. And then before you know it, you have like, you have what the Oklahoma City Thunder have in the NBA. They got like 127 first round picks over the next six years, something egregious like that. And then you have the pieces to go. You can even, you could do a lot with that, right, Jesse? You can either draft. Those players with those assets, or you can be like, you know what? Here's a first round pick for a. Trying to think of a wide receiver who's on like a, Allen Robinson. Sure, right. Here's a first round pick right. for a 27 year old Allen Robinson right. to help Sam Darnold. Yeah. Here's a here's a second round pick for a. Um. Just hypothetical. Uh, uh a Nick Chubb. Right. Like you could go and use these pieces. To bring in talent to help Sam Donald. And you give him a fair shake. You give him a fair shake. Because I agree with you, man. He's shown too many flashes... For you to be like, there's nothing there. It's like, no, there's something there, but there's nothing there around there's him. There's nothing
1: around him. And I don't think anybody says there's nothing there. I think people, I, at least the gripes that I've heard, are consistency, missing open guys, whatever. Well, that um, was
2: also a red flag of him coming into the league. It, it, was, was. it was turnovers. You,
1: you do also see the plays where he just scrambles and makes some ridiculous throw, and you're like, wow. I mean, there's there's no doubt about his talent.
2: Um, the The big question now is, is he... Is he David Carr two point in the sense where he might be damaged goods? He might be so broken where this
1: is now the the devil's advocate. By the, by the way, case. let's let's just let's look at the court. I mean, I, you know, look at Ryan Tannehill. He got out Adam Gase's system after how many years?
2: Yeah, everyone that leaves Adam Gase becomes an all pro.
1: <laughs> at least it seems like it. I mean, yeah. So I, I think quitting on Sam Darnold is now. If they get the number one pick, can you pass up on Trevor Lawrence? No. Well, here's
2: the thing. This Probably is a, not. This is a completely different scenario but. that we're painting right now because at the time we're recording what we know, and we're just assuming that they've lost the first right. the first pick. Right. If you get Trevor Lawrence at that point, it's like, well, you know what? Let's trade Sam Darnold to the Niners sure. or the Colts right. or a team like Pittsburgh. Right, and then from there, it's like let's get a maybe second or third round pick and continue to build. Right, this is all of the assumption that they're not going to get trouble. They're not going
1: to get trouble ones. So, but but in my opinion, what do you do? I think you got to stick with them, and you draft whoever the next best guy is. Whoever that is, I I, I don't even I, I really don't know. Um, I I read something yesterday that it was this tackle from Oregon. Mm. I, I forgot the kid's name. Um but but let's give this kid a real shot to be successful. And then if he doesn't do it, he doesn't do it. And I know that's you know, especially in New York you don't you don't get to make mistakes. Mm-hmm. Um but I, I just I I don't think he's been given a fair shot at all. Yeah. I and mean, there's just there's there's nothing there. There's nothing around him. So
2: Yeah. It's interesting. Dude, as we wind down, so we can continue watching some football. Um what do you Ooh, who who do you like in the NFL? Like
1: who do you think is going to win the Super Bowl?
2: Do you think I, it's do you think it's chalk it's Kansas City and
1: I don't think it's like done, but that would be my that would be my I'll I'll, I'll give you I mean honestly I'll I'll never I mean growing up a jet fan, I'll never get, bet against Brady. Um if they turn it on. Look what he did yesterday. Yeah. I know that's that's against a bad team, but I'll I'll never bet against that guy. Mm. Mm-hmm because um, he's got weapons. Oh yeah. Right, yep. and, and and look, you know people people have said the same thing about Cam Newton. There's not much around Cam Newton. Well, this is the first time they've missed the playoffs in 19 years, or or, or however long. It was
2: like 12. Yeah. yeah. Well, that, but that was because Brady got hurt, and right. even that year they won 11. They were, games. they were they were
1: 11 and five. Yeah.
2: So, um. Tampa Bay, interesting. I don't know how I feel about the man. I feel like they're such a such a roller coaster.
1: They are a roller coaster. But I just think that guy can make them click at the right time. And yeah. I don't know why I feel that way. It's just like a gut feeling or whatever. There's, yeah. nothing, there's nothing behind it. Well,
2: I know why you feel that way because for I've, 20 years, I've, he's yeah, been gangbanging just, your mm-hmm. franchise pretty, in that whole
1: division. Pretty much. He's been gangbanging everybody. <laughs>
2: Dude, I've been on record since about um, last year when the Super Bowl ended. I've been saying print the banner. I think it's Kansas City, man.
1: Oh yeah, I, well that's I, I really that's, that's the easy pick, right? Kansas like, City, the...
2: and and from a fan perspective, I would love to see Green Bay and Kansas City. Yeah, 100%. Rogers against Mahomes, the two best quarterbacks I've ever seen. Just oh. Tremendous. are they? Yeah,
1: you're really on this Mahomes thing, huh? Oh dude, yeah. Uh, uh, um,
2: he's thrown 90 touchdown passes in two and a half years.
1: Yeah, I just think longev- I I think longevity has to. I mean. When you're when you're talking about, you did say this is a different conversation. Yeah. So I'll, I'll give you that. Um, I think we've just seen other guys do it for so much longer. Sure. And in a different way, Mahomes is unique. There's a- no doubt about absolutely it. Absolutely, they've
2: done it longer, but put his three year run against or anyone, against anybody's, and it's hard to yeah,
1: against anybody's. And, and I mean, yo, listen, here's 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 kind of a case in point, Brady. Went to the Bucks for one year, mm. and he broke the franchise record for touch. I mean, it's just he's he's the guy's yeah. fifty years old. Yeah, like it's it's, <laughs> it's 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 ridiculous. The the
2: one thing about um, Mahomes is before before you chimed them before was the longevity argument. I'm totally with it. Yeah. I was a longevity guy. Duration is a big part of your success. Also to defend Eli Manning. Like, yo, he did it for 16 years. He did. Right. But. Dude, NFL MVP, Super Bowl, one yard away from going to the Super Bowl in 2018. When, when D Ford lined up out uh, offside. Right. Right. Like I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. And then they end up picking off Brady in that game because of that, but they call it back. And then before you know it, it's Pat's win the Super Bowl again. So, Man, he's 25 also. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's crazy.
1: He's going to be pretty, he's pretty special. Yeah. He's special. The
2: only thing that could derail this team, I think, is injury. That's it. Yeah. A, a Tyreek Hill hamstring. Right. Kelsey concussion, and he's out. Like, that's the only— And obviously, Mahomes. Like, don't get me wrong. Mahomes is is the glue to everything. But, man, they're a
1: team where it's— And you really—I mean, you really have to— Andy Reid is—, is- the real deal. He's just
2: reminding people, like, I mean, yo, look, just... Sean McVay, Kyle Shanahan, yeah. all these young, up and coming right. young bucks. I've, like, I've, I've been doing this for a long, long uh, time. Uh, this is uh, I birthed this whole offensive shit. Remember, he was he was passing the ball sixty forty splits with when he was Donovan with the Eagles. The Eagles. People were like, "What the hell? Establish right. the run." So, Jesse, my brother, I appreciate you. Yeah, of course. Thank you for coming on Let's go watch some more football Sounds good um, Are you on social media? Where can people find you If they want to contact me? I'm not you? a huge social You're not? media
1: I have Honestly I have a Twitter for work I don't even know what it is offhand Yeah But I'll get back to you about that You can give me a shout out
2: Alright man Yeah for sure um, Thank you all for listening And we'll catch you guys next time Clock
1: in the lane I'm filling the strain I'm here for the spot to be filled Not to be cocky But all of you watching While I'm in the cup Paying property bills Got it